Hi, Mama. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about isolation. I have heard so many moms talk about how isolated they feel as a mom, how alone they feel, how it's such a hard season and no one is in it with them. And so we're going to go into that. And I'm excited to just share some thoughts on that. But before we jump in, I just want to ask you, if you have been loving Morning Mama, if you have gotten some good tips or encouragement from it, please take a moment, pause the show, take a screenshot of this episode or your favorite episode, and go share it on social media. This is just a way that more mamas can find this hope and encouragement. And I really believe that I I want this freedom for every mama out there. So please just take a moment to share it and help one other mom just find this freedom. And along with that, if you've been loving it, please take a moment and leave a review. Starred and a written review, it just helps the podcast get more visible. And then again, more mamas can find it. So please just take a moment. That's the biggest way that you can thank me if you are loving this free content. So pause the episode, do those things right now, and help just one more mom find a little bit of encouragement. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, so isolation. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard this from moms that this season is so isolating. Being a mom is so isolating. They feel so alone. They feel like no one is in it with them. And I really believe this is a strategy of the enemy. Like I I talk about as much as I believe there is a God in heaven, I believe that there is an enemy. And the Bible talks about how he roams the earth looking for people to devour and he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so I believe that he whispers these lies into our minds. And so we begin to believe them and they begin to color our worlds. And I believe this is one of the, the biggest strategies of the enemy is to to keep us isolated, to make us believe that we are alone, that no one is here with us. And once we believe that, we feel powerless to do anything about it. We feel like it's just our reality. We feel like this is this is just what being a mom means, that you're in it alone. And the funny thing is that I, I actually think that could be farther from the truth. I mean, if you even just look at it, if every mom is talking about how alone she feels, Isn't that the perfect setup to bring some moms together and create some healthy friendships, some healthy support groups? And if you look at moms, you know, generally speaking, moms have more flexibility in their schedule. You know, obviously it depends if you work or not, but there's going to be some time that you're caring for the kids that, you know, you're not at work. And so most often you have more time and more flexibility than any other season. And you instantly have this huge thing in common with so many people being a mom, right? When we meet another mom, we 
instantly have a connection regardless of the season that family is in. We are moms and there is nothing like being a mom. It is something so special and it instantly can bind you together and give you a huge pocket of common interests. I guarantee you, down the street, there are moms who have the same struggles as you, that feel the same way about overwhelm and isolated and anxious. There are moms down the street that have the same questions as you. What do I do in this situation? How do I handle this? And then maybe there are moms that have amazing solutions to your questions. And maybe you have amazing solutions to their questions. So if everyone is just standing here thinking, I am alone, I am isolated, that belief is actually going to keep you isolated. Does that make sense? Like if you really believe there is no hope, like that you are actually alone, it's going to cause you not to do anything about it, not to reach out, not to form these connections, even though as we look at it, there are millions of moms in your area, you know, unless you're in like a really rural town and maybe it's hundreds or whatever number. There are other moms in your area that are facing the same things as you and having that same feeling of being isolated and alone. Now, I imagine you might be thinking, okay, well, I get it. You know, there are people that can I can be friends with and, you know, share that in. But what about the times when I am alone with the kids and my husband isn't there and I have to cook dinner and, you know, I don't have the opportunity to have a friend there? And I would say to that, I don't think that you understand the power of friendship because when you have friends that you can trust, that you can go to, In those moments, instead of feeling alone, you might feel like, wow, I need to share this with my friend because I am struggling with this thought. Or you might feel less alone because you're thinking, oh man, Susie's down the street doing the same thing. I'm not alone. We're in this boat together. Or maybe there are nights where your husband is going to come home late and you can invite another mom and her children to come over for dinner and then you literally physically are not alone anymore. So I I really believe this is a lie. It's a strategy to keep us separated. So I think the, the first thing that you really need to do is get down to the root of the lie. Why are you feeling this way? Like, is it is it stemming from this place of insecurity? Like maybe you have those some relationships in your life, but you don't feel like they really want to be there for you or they're they're not going to support you? Is it stemming from pride? I know I struggle with this where you have those relationships, but you know, again, you feel like they don't want to be there for you, but you haven't even tried. You know, you just feel like you should be able to handle on your own. And so you don't reach out because you think you're just going to be bothering them. And while that can seem like insecurity, often this, the real root of it is pride feeling like, you know, I'm the only one that should have to deal with this. You know, this is like this belief that you are supposed to do it all, that you're not supposed to have any problems, you know, and maybe you're one that loves to help other people with problems, but you're not willing to let someone else help you with problems. That's called pride. And, you know, with either of those, I think it's important to remember there are so many moms that feel this way. I guarantee you, I cannot count the number of moms that has shared this with me. I'm always asking for mom's pain points, asking them what they're struggling with. And this is one of the number one things that they say. 
So if you're feeling insecure to reach out, just remember that mom might be feeling that same thing. That mom really might need someone to reach out to her that day. And so you're not going to be bothering her. You're going to be helping her get out of this isolation and feeling that she's alone. You know, and going with the second one, if if you're worried that people aren't going to want to be there for you, just remember what it feels like when someone reaches out to you for support. Wow, there's there's almost nothing better, right? And so when you reach out to someone else, you are giving them that gift of getting to speak into your life. So you've got to figure out the root of the lie. Now, there is another thing. So if you feel alone because you you really don't think you have people to reach out to, you feel like you don't have friends or maybe you have friends and and they really, you know, they're kind of there for you, but they just don't have a lot of time. You know, either of those situations, here is the solution. You ready? Make new friends. <laughs> I don't mean to sound sassy, but I do promise you it is as easy. Well, it's easier than it sounds. It is so much simpler than we make it. Like that can feel so daunting as adults. But especially as moms, this can be so simple. You know, and I do want to say if you if you've been struggling with friendships and you you would feel like it is hard for you to make healthy friendships, I really encourage you to go and listen to my episode on friendship. I believe it's like number five, somewhere, somewhere down there. Because it is important to make sure that you are being a healthy friend. You're going to attract healthy people when you are a healthy friend. And you, you, know, you want to make sure you are being that person. But generally speaking, especially as moms, there are so many new friends just waiting to meet you, to be your friend. And I can talk so boldly and confidently in this because I have lived this. You know, I have struggled ever since I moved out from my college roommates. So I lived with my college roommates for like 10 years total, I think. And since then, you know, we had this rich relationship, but then we all moved, you know, far away, you know, often different states or countries. And so our friendship has, you know, kind of dissipated over the years. And since then, I really have struggled to really form that that rich and deep of friendships again. You know, and looking back, I can see a lot of it is about pride because I am really good at being there for people and really bad at letting people be there for me. And so I create a lot of one-way friendships if I'm not careful where I can, you know, so easily be there for those people, but then, you know, no one is being there for me because I'm not letting them. But all of that to say, you know, my journey of motherhood started about three years ago and I really didn't feel like I had a core group of people to go to, or even, you know, people nearby to go to. And so I, I was kind of alone. I felt kind of alone. And I also found myself having more time than I had ever found because, you know, I was able to stay at home and that's what I had, I wanted to do at the time. But, you know, when you stay at home, then those coworkers that you rely on for, for that social piece are gone. And so you can kind of feel more of the weight of how alone you might be, which might even be another reason that moms feel so alone is because, you know, sometimes there's this illusion that we're not alone because we go to work and we have these surface relationships there and it feels like enough because, you know, we have that social contact and maybe we even have some good conversations there, but those often aren't, you know, rich 
real relationships where we like are pouring into, sometimes they can be, but if they're not carrying over past when we stop working there, you know, then we find ourselves alone. And this facade that we had that, you know, we were fine and we, we had friends is gone and we're realizing just how alone we are. So I am going to talk today about how to make friends. <laughs> and I know that can sound so like kindergarten, right? Like this is how you make friends. But I just think it's a skill that we have lost over time, especially, you know, when we've been reliant on jobs or school to create these friendships for us. And we kind of have to relearn this as adults. So if you're struggling with this, again, just know you're not alone. Forming relationships as adults is so different. It's it's like this new skill we have to learn. So First, I just want to touch on five different places to meet friends, and then I'm going to share my number one secret for building mom friends, for building mom community, and it's like this amazing hack that you're going to love, so make sure you stay tuned for it. All right, so the number one spot, and, and after I share these places where you can meet friends, I will go over how to, to create those relationships, because I know you might say, like, well, I'm in all these places, and I'm not making friends, so I, I will share some of those tips, but first, let's just talk about where you can make friends. So number one is church. This is why, you know, I am such an advocate for church, not, not the only reason, but, you know, that is part of the reason why church is God's plan A. We need community. We need to be surrounded by other people, other believers that are walking this life. And this can be such a great place to meet other moms. You know, when you are building these deeper friendships, you want to find people that are going to point you to Jesus, that are going to throw a bucket of water on your situation and not gasoline. This is one of one of the culture points at my church. You know, we, we try and throw water on people's fires and not gasoline. You know, if you're talking about what a hard day you had with your husband. You know, you don't, you, it might feel good to have a friend that says, oh my gosh, he's such a jerk. I can't believe he said that to you. <laughs> it might feel good for a second, but that's not going to help your marriage and that's not going to help you grow. So you really do want to find people that are going to point you to Jesus. And then if you're going to trust with the deeper aspect of your life, that, that they're going to, you know, throw those buckets of water and not gasoline. So church can be an amazing place to meet other moms. And I know a lot of uh, churches have programs like MOPS or other mom programs, um, and that can be such a good way to form some of those relationships. So make sure you're in those, connected in those groups, reaching out. Okay, another great place to make friends is the people that live right next door to you. <laughs> that your neighbors, you know, you know, it depends where you live, but I bet you there are moms in your area. If there's a playground around you, there are other moms. And so make sure you are talking to your neighbors. Make sure that you're saying hello and not just hello. You know, how are you? Tell me about your family. Like what, what's going on in your world? And that, you know, I have been making it a point to get to know my neighbors and I have formed some really great friendships with them. And I want to add that not all of our friendships have to be these deep relationships where we talk about, you know, the hard stuff like our, our marriages and those things. You know, you you definitely need a, at least a couple trusted people to go with that stuff, too. That's going to point you to Jesus. But you can absolutely have other friendships where, you know, your kids play together and you hang out and you have light, fun conversation. That is OK. And that is going to help contribute to this feeling of not being alone. 
And so because of this, I have a friend down the street now and our kids, you know, they're not even that close in age. They're like nine months apart, but they have always gotten along. And this is like my go-to when we don't have anything to do and I really need some adult uh, conversation. We go to the playground or we go on a walk or we go to the zoo, you know, something. And just having her right there is so helpful. I, I don't feel alone. I feel like I always have someone to go to. And then the third place, this this kind of is related, but playgrounds or even just walking around. Um, playgrounds are so easy because you're contained in that that sphere for a while. And so there's such room for good conversation there and connection. So just make sure you're being intentional to connect and talk and then just wait for the next tip coming. And even just walking around, I have literally made friends walking down the street. And with moms, this is so easy because you just stop and say, oh, your kids are so cute. Or, oh, wow, he's tall. How old is he? You know, there is like this instant opportunity for conversation and connection because you both have your kiddos. You just have to be willing to put yourself out there. Another great spot is, you know, like kind of activities in your area. You know, I have young kids, so I always talk about things from what we're, we're going through. But, you know, I've met some amazing friends at a baby swim class. And I'm still friends to this day with someone that I met almost three years ago in a baby swim class. But this can go for any activity your kids are in. There are other moms there. Talk to them. Connect with them. Be real. Be vulnerable. Because, you know... If you feel like you have to put on this facade that everything is perfect, they're going to feel like they have to put on that facade too and you're not going to form any kind of genuine relationship. You've got to go there and talk about, you know, maybe not in your first conversation, but like, man, motherhood is hard. Here's where I'm struggling. How do you get the kids out the door on time? I cannot figure this out, right? Okay, and then the last one that might seem kind of silly, but and I, I haven't done it personally, but I have seen a lot of people post in Facebook groups that are from like their area to find other moms for playdates. So there is no excuse. There are moms all around you. And now I'm going to talk about the next step. So, you know, you might feel like, okay, well, I have conversations with people at the park and I have these people I meet briefly, but we don't become real friends. And here is the trick. You have to kind of solidify the relationship a little bit more. So one of the culture points at my church is to eat the awkward turtle. This means just to like do the thing that feels really awkward, but is really going to help the situation. So for this, what that means is say, hey, let's hang out sometime. And, you know, you can do this any number of ways. Like you can put it on your kids, like say, hey, you know, my kid really needs to be socialized. Like with all this COVID stuff, I feel like, you know, he does not know how to interact with people. Can we set up a play date? Would you be up for that? Or you could say something just like, you know, speaking to a pain point that she probably has. Like, hey, mom life can be so isolating. Would you ever want to just go on a walk with us so we can just hang out and have adult conversation while our kids are occupied in the strollers or walking? Or, you know, if you have older kids, you know, do you want to go to the pool or the beach? Let's hang out. Or you could just say, let's get together. We should, we should get together. And then you've got to exchange numbers. So just be that person. Say like, hey, let me give you my number. Or here, can I get your number? 
you know, you've, you've just got to take that step. You know, if you just say, oh, we should get together sometime, it's never going to happen. You have to schedule it. And the way you're going to schedule it is to get their number. And it totally feels like dating all over again, but that's okay. <laughs> Eat the awkward turtle and get their number. Now, if this feels a little intimidating to you, if you, you know, maybe the root of you feeling alone is insecurity, then here is my number one tip, my hack to doing this and not struggling so much because I know, you know, I can so easily get into my head and think like, well, do they really want to hang out with me? I shouldn't ask them that because maybe they'll feel pressured and maybe they'll do it. And, you know, I just go down this whole bunny trail of possibilities of what could happen. So here is what I do. I host like monthly mama wine nights. And so when I meet new people, it's this excuse to say, hey, I host this mama wine night. Would you want to come? Let me get your number or here's my number if you're interested. That way it leaves it so open. It doesn't feel, if you feel like weird about like, you know, hanging out with a stranger, you think they're going to feel weird about it, whatever, you know, it just creates this instant community and that the pressure's off. It's such a fun thing to do. You know, you tell them other moms are going to be there. So it's not awkward or weird. And if, you know, you do have a couple mom friends from your church that, you know, you just don't know very well, invite them too so that, you know, you know, at least a couple people are going to be there. And then when you meet more moms out in the community, you know, you know, there's somewhere to invite them to. And I have found this to be the best thing. And I have um, created so many amazing relationships with people that I, I wouldn't really know that well. But because I do this regularly, it's created this mom community in where I live. And when you do that, not only are you, you know, helping yourself build relationships, but you're creating this space that other moms can find and build relationships because, you know, as we keep talking about, we all feel this way at some point or another. And so if we can just make it easier for the next mom down the street to find this community for herself and be reminded that she's not alone, gosh, what an amazing opportunity. And I do want to take a second to speak to you if you are a follower of Jesus. You know, we are called to be the light of the world. And we can't do that. You know, it says don't hide your light under a box. We have to let it shine. And if we are just constantly only surrounded by other followers of Jesus, how are we going to be the light? We don't have any relationships with anyone besides other Christians. How are we supposed to lead people to Jesus? And so uh, this is such a great way to make friendships outside of the church, because I really believe that is what we are called to as Christ followers. So put yourself out there. It's this amazing invitation that really, I don't think anyone wants to turn down. And by the way, I do want to say, if someone does turn you down or they don't follow up with your text, it says nothing about you. Don't worry about it. They probably just don't have space in their life. You know, maybe they do have a lot of friends and adding one more just doesn't make sense for them. And that is totally okay. It's not about you. So mama, I just really encourage you to put yourself out there. Just stand in the truth that being alone Being isolated is a lie and that there are literally hundreds of opportunities around you for friendships that are going to pull you out of that lie and help you see that being a mom is the greatest community you could ever be in. If you need a little bit of encouragement, jump into our Facebook group 
mental health support group for faith-led moms. And you can just see how many moms out there are feeling the same things that you are. You know, if they're in the group, then they are in it because they are also in this healing journey, in this mom life, struggling with overwhelm and anxiety and depression. And so you can get this visual of how you are not alone. So go meet some strangers, pop in the group, tell us all about it. Tell us your success stories. I am believing for some amazing relationships for you, mama, and I can't wait to hear about it. Love you. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.